Excited to be talking baseball again after the starting the season 2-0. The Red Sox lost uh, kind of a weird game yesterday. Yeah, it was very where, odd. Where, you know, like, they were behind for the majority of the game. Then they put up five runs in the eighth. And, and they left a, a, a like, Sandoval so many runners run. on base. Yep. And, yeah, I mean, that's kind of been the story early on here, especially in that middle game. Or, actually, I'm sorry, the final game of the Pirates series should have been the middle game. Uh, where they uh, went 12 innings, they mm. stranded so many runners in that game as well. Yeah, and that was a problem with last year's team, if you remember. Yep. Yep. And this is a team that's, uh, I know it's a small sample size, but this is what we have to work with. It's been three games. They uh, seem to have a clutch problem again. Well, I mean... It's something we saw last year, and now this is a team minus David Ortiz, who's the most clutch hitter of all time. It it didn't help yesterday that they were missing one-third of their starting lineup. Yeah, that's a fair point. Mookie Betts was out with the flu, Hanley was out with the flu, and Bogarts is on the broom. And and same goes for uh, the game that Chris Sale started. Uh, They stranded a lot of runners, and Mookie Betts wasn't in that lineup. So you're missing one of your best... Hitters offensively. Right, he's obviously. played one game. So, but but those problems were there last year, and, and it's really the two things that I thought were the biggest issues for this team last year have sort of surfaced in the early goings this year. Yeah, it's leaving runners in scoring position, leaving and runners on base, having and, an eighth inning guy, and the bullpen having an eighth inning. The guy. bullpen is going to. Uh, ruin this team's chances of, at winning games early while they need to tread water right. without David Price, without Thornburg, and without Carson Smith. David Price is actually scheduled for a bullpen session on Monday. Ooh. Yeah, see? Oh, you're that's close. Yeah. Yeah. Thornburg is scheduled hey guys, to play I'm catch. on my way back. <laughs> yeah, bullpen session. Don't worry, guys. I can't lose if I'm not out there. <laughs> But yeah, no. Just going back to your point, Dave. You know, the back end of the bullpen, I still have a lot of questions. After five scoreless innings in that Pirates game, where they won uh, on the walk off by Sandy Leon, where yeah, they the looked very good. They, they looked they look, looked good against a Pirates lineup yeah, that very is really team. not good. And then against the Tigers, they looked like as good as they looked against the Pirates. They looked terrible. I mean, Heath Embry actually came in, got two quick strikeouts. I think it was Nick Castellanos and Miguel Cabrera both struck out swinging yep. in the eighth. And then he allowed back-to-back walks. Yeah, went off the rails. Then Robbie Scott comes in, makes things worse. He gives up a double to, I forget who. Mikey, uh, Mi- uh, Mickey Matuk. And then Joe Kelly comes in Sorry. and walks <laughs> He's in. He's from the Rays. He used to be on the Rays. Okay. And then Joe Kelly comes in and he walks in the go-ahead run with the bases loaded. How the hell do you do that? Joe Kelly. How do you do that? Remember, uh, remember when he said he was going to be a Cy Young Award no, I'll winner? I'll never forget that. Yeah. He, he's looking like it this year. Yeah. Now he's coming into the eighth <laughs> innings, walking consecutive batters, walking in game-winning runs. Can you throw a strike with the bases loaded? But he, I, he I, did. I can't he he, he started off ahead of both those yeah, batters. Yeah, and, and he lost him. Yep. And he lost yeah. him. It's unexcusable. He you, couldn't locate you cannot, his fastball for strikes. Like, the last thing you can do as a pitcher is walk in the go-ahead run in the eighth inning of a game in which you just took the lead yep. on, a, on a really clutch hit by Pablo Sandoval. Now, that could have been a building block for this team going forward. A little momentum early on in the season. Obviously, it doesn't have, like... Uh, Full season ramifications to have a win like that, but it's a it's a good feeling Christian that Vasquez you would have had. Is, mm-hmm. Has his first start as a uh, Red Sox. Oh, he's going today, guy. huh? Yeah. For yeah. Eddie Rodriguez or this yeah. afternoon, I believe. Yeah, one o'clock. Well, one o'clock. Either, either right. way, yeah. I mean, two hours from now. How often did we say last year? You know that this offense uh, seemed to be a little bit deterred at times by. The fact that they knew the bullpen was going to come in and have the opportunity to blow it. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we talked about this offense sort of put the team on its shoulders last year. But there were games we were talking about, well, where's the motivation for this offense when they know when they get a lead, the bullpen's just going to squander it. Yeah. No, I think that's a fair uh, assumption to make of, of with this team is that they 
that they kind of expect the bullpen to not really hold leads down the stretch. Right. And, and you know, it's always a fresh start, new season. Mm-hmm. But when you see a game like that, you know, you, you take a lead on a clutch home run. You were down 4 nothing. Am yep. I correct about that? Yep. And they rallied the against the bullpen. You scored five runs in the eighth inning. Yeah. They've and only you, scored and you in take three a innings. Lead. You, by the way, you yeah. have got to shut that down at that point. You can't give up that lead after you've just made a comeback like that. Talk about a momentum killer. Mm-hmm. And, and that's not just like, oh, well, you know, for the rest of the game. There's only two innings left. That's something that can carry over. We'll see what happens, obviously, today. Uh, Eddie Rodriguez on the Hill, who I'm excited to see pitch this year because I'm looking for him to take a step forward. This year in his third season as a starting pitcher, mm-hmm. uh, hopefully, you know, he's going to be a guy that you can rely on every five days to go out there and get you six, seven innings. Uh, we'll see. You know, highly touted prospect. Uh, and I'm excited for for his first start today and to see what he does going forward. But I, I really think that when you're talking about the main issues that have showed up in the first three games of the season, it's the same as what we saw overall last year. Yeah. And it's that bullpen and it's it's leaving runners on base now. I mean, am I wrong here in saying that uh, uh, the runs that the Red Sox have scored this year all been in the same inning? All have been in. So, so, so they've, scored they've scored 13, three, 13 runs. Nope, five yeah, in 13. three innings. Yeah, thirteen in runs. Th- all in three innings. Yep. So, so they're getting runs in bunches. Yep. But there's no consistency there. There's no, uh, you know, sort of spreading out your run production. Because their inability to push runners across the plate, unless they're pouring it on, seems not to be there. Right. So, so they had a uh, they had a problem in close games last year. Yep, close games and uh, low scoring games. Right. So I- I'm worried that that's going to manifest itself again this season. Well, that's with the this thing, team. Dave. I think on, I mean again, very very small sample size, very early in the season. Mm-hmm. But I think in that second game against the Pirates. Low scoring, close game. They come back and they well, they don't. They, there's no comeback. It's that was the game, earliest, but they walk won in twelve in, in innings a on a walk off. Yeah, and that was the With earliest. Sandy walk- Leon. So yeah. I think for me that was kind of a, a sign of okay, they can win low scoring games, but this is still only just one game. Step in the right and they, direction. And they were having I, problems in that game. They left the bases loaded on one occasion. Right. And then they had uh, the base running blunder by Sandy Leon. He ran through a stop sign by uh, Brian Butterfield. It would have been, I believe, runners at the corners for Andrew Benintendi, mm-hmm. and it ended up being the end of the inning. So still things that they need to work out. But yeah, I was thinking the same thing. They stranded a lot of runners in that uh, in that game, and they could have taken a one nothing lead early if they had just held Sandy Leone well, yeah. at third base. I mean, Brian Butterfield did put up the stop sign, so that one's on Leone. Yeah. But I mean, with Ben Intendi coming up, he obviously didn't have a great game at the plate yesterday. But still, this kid has a lot of potential. He, I have no he doubt walked that he twice can. and got hit by a pitch. I mean, oh, yeah, so he didn't get a hit, but yeah, he's 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 definitely demonstrated great plate discipline. Fine, yeah, he got on base a few times. Fine. My bad. But yeah, Ben but the thing I'm is, not yeah, worried about. Yeah, no. I'm not worried about him either. But, you know, you have runners at the corners for Ben Intendi. You're probably going to drive in a run there. Well, well, and you got to give the kid the chance, obviously. You don't want to blow through a sign at third base just to try and, you know, be a hero. Well, Sandy Leone can't run. Uh, yeah. yeah. He's slow. He, he's slow. When he you're is. a slow runner and your third base coach is giving you the hold it sign, don't run through it. Well, if, if that was Mike Napoli running, you, you know he'd be um, uh, waving him home. Well, I mean, but the thing is, <laughs> if you're getting waved home, then you run. You listen to your third base coach, and this isn't kind of like a, hey, it's so funny, because like in the past when we saw it with Manny and uh, DeMarlo Hale, it was funny because when Manny blew past DeMarlo Hale, he would oftentimes score. 
It's not funny when you get thrown out at the plate by no, a mile. By a, by a, by a mile, as yeah. you said, Ashish. Yeah. It, it was wasn't not, by a mile. It was it, not it was, close. It, it was not close. It was not close. You knew close. McCutcheon had him. He was he was gunned down, and he didn't stand a chance at scoring there. And that that was a frustrating game for me because, on the one hand, you have Chris Sale going out there and really pitching a gem in his Red Sox debut at Fenway Park, which for me is a really good sign. If this guy's going to yep. pitch like that, uh, I mean, I'm not expecting shutouts all year, obviously. But if he's, he's gonna, gonna have a zero ERA, if he's gonna, if he's gonna, <laughs> if he's gonna give you six, seven, eight innings potentially every start, you're gonna have a chance to win every time he's out there. And it was frustrating, really. Yeah. And I know wins don't matter. They won the game in the long run. But I mean, Ashish, we were at work. I walked by you a couple times, yep. and maybe in the third or fourth inning, I said, "The way he's the way he's going, you just need one run here. Yep. You just got to push one run across the plate." Yep. And it was maddening to see them in a uh, runners in the corners, right, with no outs situation. Eventually, it was bases loaded with one out. I Is that so, correct? Yeah. And, and they can't push a run across the yeah, plate. Yeah, it, it was a frustrating game, but uh, Mookie wasn't in that lineup. Uh, this lineup's totally different without Mookie in it. I agree. Because they I push agree. up Moreland, and Moreland's kind of been struggling Although, so far. Brian, on the way up here, you and I were talking about in the Pirates game, in the second game, he had a couple of balls that could have right. been Right, he had that one that might have been a home run yep. on, a, on a nicer day, the, the one that um, McCutcheon caught mm-hmm. at the bullpen fence. But um, at the end of the day, you look at what's on paper, right. and you just see an offer. Yeah, exactly. Game. So, I mean, nice. I mean, Miggy, uh, Miguel Cabrera. He's he has an offer right now too. So it, it's a it's little bit more the clout there with Miguel Cabrera. Though, yes, when you look at the body of work. <laughs> right, right. So, I mean, no, look, Mookie's gonna be fine. Yeah, too. I'm not. Uh, Mookie's gonna be okay. It's, I think Bogarts will uh, get close to 200 hits again. Well, yeah, Petroya's but gonna it, do it just thinks that all of them are missing this time right now. Well, yeah, but it's, because early, it's early in the year. Bereavement list. I mean. Uh, uh, out uh, condolences to him because usually when you're on the bereavement list it's because like someone in your family passed away. Mm-hmm. So um, and Mookie has the flu. Uh, Hanley now has the flu. Uh, Robbie Ross Jr. went on the DL with the flu. Jeez, mm-hmm. the flu is just it's running rampant. It started with what Mitch Moreland doing? and yeah, Mitch Moreland had it, and I'm I'm glad he. Tough, tough through it in order to play. Yeah, it's just been running rampant throughout the uh, Red Sox clubhouse. And John Farrell was talking about how they've taken measures as to like quarantine guys. <laughs> it's like say. it's gotten to that point where gotta, I got to be honest, I've never seen a case come into the locker room. I, I know the flu is contagious, but I've never seen it spread this rapidly. Where just day after day, well, not only going down. not only the f- flu, but it has to be a very bad flu. If Mookie's Hanley, been out for like a week, Hanley had a well. Mookie played opening day, so well, yeah. yeah but coming up, if he doesn't yeah. play until Monday, then yeah, he's out. Again today, I yes, believe, right? he yeah. is. And Hanley, I think, was running a fever of like 102 or something like that. Oh yeah. So this uh, is... Well, I mean, guys, outside of sports, there has been uh, an uptick in the flu epidemic this year. I don't know if you guys knew that, but that I is a fact. Not. I did not know. There's that. been a large uptick. I in, haven't gotten my flu, flu shot, but I've never gotten the flu. So you've well, never gotten maybe the flu. You just have I've never, a... I've never gotten the flu shot. Well, have you ever gone flu? to the doctors to be assessed for the flu? Yes. And you've just never had it. I've never had it. No, it's kind of amazing. Yeah, yeah. it's actually incredible. How Thank old you. are you? I am twenty-five. And in twenty-five years of life, you've never had the flu. No, nope. I think I've only had it once. I mean, it. It's I've, <laughs> had, it I've had it a bunch. <laughs> really? Yeah. The you flu. Have a terrible immune system. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, no, I, I actually usually don't get sick. Once, I get sick once, like once a year. But once you I, get it, I you get should sick. build immunities to it. I get sick once every like fifteen years. Well, hey, at least they're getting <laughs> the flu out of the way at this time of the season. Right. So, so Early hopefully on. their immune system kind of builds up an immunity to the flu, so that down the stretch going into the postseason, no one gets sick. 
Right, because it starts it getting colder again, you know. Right. Oh, right. my tummy hurts. I can't start in the postseason, which for some people, David Price might be a good <laughs> yeah, thing. I knew that's but, where it was going. <laughs> you know, it's it's one of those things. Uh, you, you tread water a little bit at the beginning of the year when players are missing time. And uh, there was already enough players out for this team to need to tread water here. There's anyway. everyone. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, so that's my concern. In the, in the early goings, you know, is this team showing us, and I know it's three games, right, but if you extrapolate the sample size to last year, they're showing some of the same blemishes that the team had last year right, with but regards to the bullpen and the clutch hitting. I think once April's done, we'll have a better sample size. Sure, but, uh, but that's my point. Right. You want to tread water until you're fully healthy. Right. You know, you want to try You want to try and tread water with this starting rotation until David Price gets back. Right, have and Drew Pomeranz um, blow out his arm. Someone's got to step up in that bullpen what, until you get Thornburg and Carson Smith back well, here. Well, I thought Hembry did a good job until... Well, I mean, he yeah, started he off didn't. good. And until then he, he didn't. Well, yeah. until he threw too many pitches. But you pitches, can say that about anyone. It's like, well, Stephen Wright pitched I just, well, well until he didn't. Well, you have to consider that with this bullpen right. is that the manager has no idea what he's doing in the late which, innings. Uh, which was uh, which was hard when he put in Robbie Scott when he should have just gone to Joe Kelly. Probably. Probably. But, but because he that knew situation. that the guy had guys on the bench who could, who could hit and... I would rather have Joe Kelly facing Tyler Collins than than Robbie Scott uh, sure. facing Matuk. And, and look, I don't disagree that uh, – see, where I, I agree with you, he should have just went straight to Kelly. And at the point in which he went to Kelly after going to Scott, I don't necessarily disagree with putting Kelly in there, but then, of course, Kelly blows it. Right. So, so there's a lot of issues there uh, to talk about with, with – there's a lot of concerns with Farrell. Can he manage this bullpen without Thornburg and Smith? Right. And if he's even managing it right, right. does it matter? Mm-hmm. Because are these pitchers going to actually step up and sh- and close a game out in which you just got a clutch hit from Pablo to take a lead in the eighth? Yeah. And this bullpen blows it. So that's what I'm looking at going forward. 603-883-9900. Quick break here on the Sports Blast, ESPN New Hampshire. High fly ball that's well hit. Hopkins racing back, back, back. Gone! How about the Panda? He touches them all here for a three-run shot. And a shocker on opening day in Detroit. Pablo Sandoval with a bomb to left center field. You know, although the Red Sox lost yesterday in kind of a heartbreaking fashion given that, that was a very, very encouraging sign for this team, seeing Pablo Sandoval go out there and not just hit a home run, hit a clutch opposite field home run. Because what do we say? Opposite field shots show that, you know, guys aren't just getting pull happy or pressing at the plate. Mm -hmm. They're patient. They're waiting for their pitch, and they're driving it to the other field. I thought that was a very telling sign and a very encouraging one. Yeah, I think so, too. Uh, I mean, you're going to need this guy to hit. He's going to be your third baseman, you know, and I I wasn't very encouraged by that anyway. I think it's going to be a hole on on this team. Uh, I don't think that a year off of baseball for anyone is uh, an encouraging thing, really. But nice to see him uh, hit that home run. Nice to see him use the opposite field uh, and have some power on it going that way. You're going to need this guy to step up. You're going to need him to hit. You know, it's not as if there's a lot of weak links in this 
uh, in this lineup. No, you not know, offensively. It, it, Sandy looks good. Sandy looks good, but how long is that going to last? Right. You know, I wonder the same thing with Papo. If he's going to get hot, how long is that going to last? Because uh, he looks in better shape, you know, but it's like I said, you take a year off of baseball – uh, maybe it takes him a little while to get going, and maybe he gets back into the swing of things, and he'll and he'll be fine. But yeah, but what's a good year for Pablo Sandoval? Two sixty-five, fifteen homers, eighty-five RBI. Yeah, but we're tops. paying the guy uh, more money than that. Again, I mean, like at this point, we can bitch about the contract. I've from day one, I don't think any one of the four of us was right, on board with the contract. They were paying for his um, postseason exactly. Aptitude. But I think, despite that, I think when we saw that it was a ninety-five million dollar deal over five years. All of us immediately thought Gross. way overpriced. Yeah. Way well, uh, well, I mean, it's not as if the problems that uh, ailed Sandoval last year and the year before don't still exist. Because the main issue with him that we all had was that he already had accomplished pretty much everything he possibly could in his baseball yep. career. That is still true. And I have a problem true. with his Tinder. Uh, right. No, it was Instagram. Well, and yeah. that's well, part of it, Brian. That's yeah. what I was sort of getting at is – is this guy going to remain focused all year? Mm-hmm. It's nice that he came into the spring in good shape. It looks like he's going to remain in good shape. Hopefully, uh, you know, he, he uh, what did he botch a couple Box. plays the other day? Oh, yeah. Opening uh, day, he field. had uh, an error, and then the next game, he had another error. So, so he has two so, errors. Hey, in that's year. missing time. Mm-hmm. That's missing time. Right. So I think that'll right. get better over time, and he should be fine in the field. He's always been sort of a nimble guy when he's at I his mean, best. And one of the errors, it was sort of. Uh, yeah, Mitch Moreland should have picked that. Yeah. Like, uh, I sure, mean, again, it's a throwing sure, error. But make it's a on Pablo Sandoval, you got to make the yes, you have to make a good throw. But I mean, not to bring back you know Hanley should be playing first. I don't want to go back into that discussion. But well, Hanley would have made that pick. Moreland hasn't made a couple picks. Moreland is a Gold Glover. Yeah, but well, he, but he, he didn't look like missed, one on opening he, day. He missed that throw and he missed one from Bogarts on opening day. Yep. Yeah, he did. So I mean, he's got to pick those out of the dirt. I, I know it's you know those it are ends up being errors, a throwing but, error, but, but, but if you're the first baseman, you, you got to make at right, least one. You're of those expected picks. to make those picks. So, but but back to Pablo. Those issues are still there, uh, and it's there's nothing he can do about it. He's already won three World Series. He's already had great postseason numbers. Right. He's accomplished so much that it, it became a problem in the last two seasons where he's texting Diva Legacy in the middle of a game, in the middle of a season two years ago, and then he ends up not being in good enough shape to play whoa, the whoa. game last year. He didn't year. text her. He just liked her photo. Well, sorry. Sorry. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> he went on the Instagram and he, and he, and he, and he, repl- and he commented on a picture of her during a game. No, he just liked it. Whatever, it's, Brian. It, you shouldn't it, be going to your cell phone during a game. Am I right? And, and then, and then he right? blamed his brother for it, right? He was like, oh, my brother and I share an Instagram account. It's like, really? Did and I know you're not necessarily <laughs> really trying to justify it. So, so look, <laughs> those problems still exist for me with Pablo. I, I need to see him be focused all year. And, right. it's, and it's too bad. You know, it's not like he cares what pundits think, but that's what the pundits are going to be he talking cares what about the fans all think. year. I think that's why he he regrouped this offseason is because he wanted to uh, It seems like he's revitalize his career, right. basically. Uh, well, and his name, you know, and his reputation. He, he, well, no, he, he didn't want to leave the he, game he with the reputation want, he, of not caring. I don't think caring. he wants to be known as Kung Fu Panda. Why not? That's awesome. Nah, not really. He, I, I mean, he kind of embraced awesome. that. that um, yeah, the panda bear. When he was in San Francisco. Look, he's he? not like skinny right no, now. No, he's still true. he's still Pablo. He's robust. Right. Well, here's the He's thing. rotund. <laughs> yeah, he, is, he is a panda bear. Like, that's well, what he is. So he should embrace it. He's never going to be like, he's not a guy with washboard abs. Yeah. He's going out there with the gut I every single day. I, I just don't like how um, uh, some of the announcers call him panda. I Why feel, not? Because he yeah, is. You have he's a problem panda. with Dave O'Brien. I, no, no. I'm just saying in general, I feel like you should call them by their name. 
Yeah, unless it's fun. I think you just don't like Dave O'Brien. Unless it's fun. <laughs> You know, right. stepping up to the plate with the bamboo stick. <laughs> Panda bear. Rawr. Well, here's the thing. Like, no, that's we, a little much. That's <laughs> <laughs> way too much. Well, I mean, we've look, we've never really given that much of a crap about how a guy looks physically as long as he performs, right? I mean, look at Sandy Leone. He's not exactly in the best shape. Granted, he's a catcher. So right. Catchers have a different build. Catchers need but, to have that kind of build. But, I mean, hey, Pablo Sandoval is a converted third baseman. He used to be a catcher, right? So You don't Pablo, see Josh uh, Donaldson. not built like a catcher, Josh. Josh, well, he started his career as one. So maybe Josh Donaldson started out as a catcher. Does, he, does, does he look robust and fat? No, no, you can't have a gut when you're a catcher. You need to crouch. Your your gut will no, get in no. the way of your crouch if well, you're a Josh catcher. Well, Josh Donaldson was his example, and Josh Donaldson looks pretty. And he's you know, a third baseman now. Yeah, yeah, he's and he's in good shape. Good thing is if a, if a pitcher throws a pitch and you and you happen to miss it, you can it's going to hit you right in the gut. Right, and well, it won't hurt. It bounce off the, you like a snare the drum. Mistake, exactly. The mistake that you made there, or it will get caught like it did to Yadier Molina. Did I you saw that. that. Yeah, I got <laughs> stuck. I got stuck yeah. right, right yeah. on his. The mistake oh you God. made was comparing Pablo Sandoval and Sandy Leone to uh, the 2014 or 15 MVP, uh, Josh Donaldson. I mean, how do you do? Well, that? No, I, I'm just saying. I, I'm just saying as an example, because you you were you were saying he was a catcher, so he had to have that build. When it, I'm just saying most catchers. Do. No, they don't. Look, most people don't. Jason Veritek didn't. Most pro athletes the don't brothers, have not Pablo's Yachty, build. Not Yachty, the other Molina brothers. Benji's a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he, that's my point. But he actually had a cycle against the Red Sox. He liked out a triple. I remember that. He liked out a triple. So, <laughs> yeah, so that. he 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 made up for it. Look, fortunately for Pablo, baseball is a sport where you don't necessarily have to be in the greatest right. shape. Look of at all time. look at the Detroit relievers. They're all fat. Alex Wilson, Bruce Rondon. Again, like uh, it goes back to my original point. It's not about how you look. No, it's it isn't. When your it performance isn't. is affected well, by how you look. Right. It's when it's when how you look is. Uh, uh, translating in terms of the kind of shape you're actually in. You know, Pablo had to lose some weight. Mm-hmm. It's a fact. He wasn't in shape. He wasn't in good enough shape last year to play a single game. Alternative facts. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking uh, about. <laughs> <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Look, he wasn't. He just wasn't. He wasn't. Uh, he was not injured. He just wasn't in good enough shape to play last he, year. He, 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 he had like, surgery. He two game- well, he broke his belt, remember? And then he got yeah. hurt. <laughs> well, yeah, but that he did have a surgery yeah, for his but, shoulder. But the injury was certainly a result of him not being yeah. in baseball shape. Well, obviously. Which isn't the kind of shape that's tough to get in, so, by the way. So we should be worried once his belts start breaking. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. That's a concern. Watch Pablo all season long and, long and make sure that the weight stays the same. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Make sure the focus is right. there the whole season. So that's not, what I'm worried about with Pablo. You're not jumping on the Pablo train just no, yet. No, not you yet. Gl- more. Look, I'm happy for him that he's, he's the in shape. He's the caboose of the train right and now. I I hope that the that what you said earlier, Brian, is true in that, you know, he doesn't want to go out of baseball being this guy with a reputation for just like being whatever, I don't slob. care anymore. I'm gonna eat, I'm gonna be fat and happy, and I'm gonna make my money, and then I'm gonna leave this game. And I'm glad that he came into into the spring in shape because it does show that maybe he's turned the corner and he does care about the game and he mm. wants to work on his game. So that's a good sign for sure, but I just want to make sure that he keeps the focus consistently and he stays in shape all year. Yeah, I don't think that's uh, that's wrong for people to wonder whether or not that could tail off what he's doing right now. You know, it's three games into the year. Nice to see him mm-hmm. get a clutch hit. You gotta hope that you can get production from him going forward because he's your third baseman. Right, but he's, you're not counting on him to give you that much production either because he's right now the number eight guy in your lineup. 
Yeah, but so, I mean that could change. We're, we're seeing shifts in this lineup uh, well, already. That's, mo- that's mostly due to to Mookie being out. Of the, I get it. Of the lineup when Holtz your leadoff yeah. hitter as your DH, it's kind of weird. That yeah, was strange. I didn't. But think who I'd knows where Paul is going to end up? That's happening again today. You may you Holtz may end DH? guys DHing at the top of the lineup. You you may end up needing Pablo's production offensively. That's all I'm saying. You know, again, there's question marks. Yeah, you're going to get production from Mookie. You expect 200 hits a season from Bogarts or close to it. Pedroia is going to, you know, have a 300 average. He'll be fine. Mm -hmm. But then beyond that, you know, there's some question marks. Uh, Hanley should have a good year, but his focus is a concern too. I think at times you're going to see Pablo up in the five spot, the six spot. You know, maybe even higher than that. Who knows on on, on any given night what's going to happen. Yeah, true. Right, so you – Yeah, this team – it's a little bit thin when it comes to yeah. their to their uh, bench, you know. So you you may need this guy to step up in a big way at certain points this year. Right. So I mean, you're you're kind of stuck with him at third base, you know. That's the guy that you're looking to, and he needs to be better in the field as well. I, I know. Again, it's only been three games, and he really only had the blemishes in game one. But you can't have those blemishes. Devers had a home run in his first at bat of the season. Uh, down in Pawtucket. Yeah, not Pawtucket. I think he's in Double A. Okay, thanks for sharing. I was just letting you guys know. <laughs> it's like, well, nice. I mean, yeah, he's the only prospect left after the sale deal. Right. Uh, he's the only good, like, power-hitting I mean, prospect. I don't even know what to make of that, Brian, because Tim Tebow had a home run in his first minor league at bats. So yeah, right. You know someone just two, like a lot. Did, no, I think he just had no, one, No, just right? one. Yeah, I think it was a two-run home run. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I, anyone I don't really can know do how much that, to say about that. Basically. Yeah, anyone can do that is essentially my point. Eh, it, uh, I think someone gave him that home run. Who uh, Tim Tebow? Yeah, yeah, probably God. He probably I think he prayed on the in the on an, deck circle. No, it's an mm-hmm. angels of the outfield type thing, <laughs> right? Angel right. carried that for him <laughs> to be like, this is the only one you'll ever get, but here it is. <laughs> Enjoy it. No, but yeah, no. Just as we kind of wrap up this uh, segment before we go to break, I think. Look, Pablo, I am expecting him to bounce back this year. I think that. He will have a Hanley type, no, you know, no. uh, resurgence. Two sixty. No, no, I'm not saying that he's home gonna be, runs, No, I'm not saying in terms of the production. Seventy I'm talking RBI. about in terms of how we view him. Last oh, year we okay. loved Hanley. Mm-hmm. I think this year we may not love Pablo, but we might look like I. I don't know about you guys. I'm actively rooting as, for him. I'm rooting for the guy. As guns. long yeah, as I, I don't, to like I, him. I honestly think you need production from him. Well, so. yeah. As long as I don't notice that he's being bad, I think it's gonna be fine. Right. I'm so just, as long I'm as it's keeping, happening behind the scenes, I'm keeping an eye on the focus. That's, right. Uh, so like, no, behind the scenes matter to me. Well, with I mean, this guy. I'm. I'm just saying like. If like he's he like unexpectedly all of a sudden has like 15 home runs for the whole season, I'll be like, all right, I'll take that. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, I'll take that. I think you might need a little more. Yeah, but. I mean, considering what you're paying him, and again, like he's yeah, not true. A big Travis time Shaw already has um, home runs. Has one. 15 home runs. Why do why do you have to bring up Travis Shaw? Was all, that all for all five of his first uh, his first five hits were all extra base hits. Okay, great. Wow. Tra- Travis Shaw, I mean, like, again, I'm not sad that he's no longer here. I wanted the job to be Pablo's, Did just you? not by default. Not by default. <laughs> I wanted him to win it, but I wanted him to, uh, considering his contract. But, you know, Travis Shaw's contracts kind of don't, lo- don't matter anymore. I know. John I know, Farrell look, thinks it here's does. Here's the thing. Before we, we, before we go to break, Travis Shaw is sort of a mirage. Last year, I thought that he was going to be a perennial all-star in April and May based on the production that he had. Then June happened. And then followed by July. And then just every month, he just got worse. And then we realized that... Until September. Yeah, this guy's not as good as we thought he was going to be. Clearly. So, yeah, yeah, I I do want Pablo Sandoval... 
to be the starting third baseman. Well, and that's he has what that baseball job is. By default baseball now that Travis is. Shaw's gone. But baseball but is a season of slumps and hot streaks. Absolutely, ups and downs all year, ebbs and flows in baseball. It's yeah, 162. It's, it's just making schedule. sure that all the ebbs come together at one time. Yeah. Sort of, uh, or, or making sure, or making sure that you have consistency and that the ebbs and flows come at different times for that every as player. well. That as well. You know, you want someone to be producing at all times. Really, right. that's the that's the ideal yeah. way to go about. Otherwise, you're going to have like nothing wins, and then you're so, going to be shut out. Right. <laughs> well, some, sometimes players are going to be producing, and when they're not producing, you need the other players to step up and produce. That's a baseball team. That's how it works. So, look, Travis Shaw being gone, I'm not losing any sleep over that. But let's not kid ourselves into thinking that Pablo somehow won the third base spot. It was handed to him. They didn't have a third baseman this right. spring. So, just watch out for Pablo's focus going forward. That's all I'm saying. He can't be texting Diva Legacy during panda, the game. Panda, 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 panda. And, and, <laughs> and you got to watch that gut. If that gut starts growing... Watch out, because he, he, might, he, might be, uh, he might be back on the bench before we know it, and we might see Devers sooner than Gut we want. Gut gate. <laughs> 603-883-9900. The Celtics are now the number two seed in the Eastern Conference. They've been scuffling the last couple games. We'll take a look at them as they wrap up their season after this. It's the Sports Blast on ESPN New Hampshire.